Hey, 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 besties. It's been almost a month, but we're back again. We're recording the MBRage podcast. I'm Ray. I'm joined by the wonderful Red. How are you doing? Oh, my God. Hi. I didn't notice that you were there. Sorry. I just, like, occasionally... Sorry, Ray just occasionally grabs me out of, like, the universe and just, like, plops me here. And it's very, very distracting. Basically, like, that's, how, was, that's how it works. So... I was, I was like doing stuff like wow how rude well my bad but it's been quite a while we're back and so because it's been you know a little while been the busy festive period new year's all that stuff i thought we should start off by giving you an update before we get into that it's time for everyone's favorite section and by everyone i mean my favorite section checking in on the heads it's been almost a month it's been far too long before we we checked on the heads and we know they've been up to some wild shit in the meantime what have they been up to this time red um, let me have a look. What have they been up to? Um, weird family photos. So, apparently, there's, like, this weird thing going around of men sticking duct tape over, like, the women in their lives' mouths, like, in their families. Like, duct taping, like, five-year-old daughters, wives, cousins, and then you just have, like, little boys and shit, like, next to them, just being, like, this is normal. This is this makes sense. Yeah, it's like it's like the classic I hate my wife and it's like all the women with like tape over their mouths and then the dudes chilling being like finally peace and it's like oh my god this is literally terrifying like some of the girls that had tape over their mouths are literally like 5 years old and some of the kids holding up the signs are also like 5 years old and it's like you're literally telling your child from the age of 5 that women are only good when they are like silent which is Definitely, definitely a big, big yikes. And also, it's like, growing from wrong here, because obviously neither of us are straight, but there's no point of straight guys to, like, actually like women, right? I thought that was the whole thing. Cause this... That is a key characteristic of being straight, is that you're supposed to be attracted towards women. Yeah, but they this... all fucking hate women so yeah. much. This, this doesn't seem like you like women, my guy. I only like my wife when she is fucking unable to talk and tied up in the corner like what the fuck is wrong with you my man like i'm sort of convinced that some straight people like just forget they're supposed to like women they're like oh wait we're supposed to be nice to them oh fuck like what a weird idea for a family photo and then you get your whole fam involved i thought i was supposed to hate women honestly so weird yeah fucking yeah that had to be wild in um, it's like a jokey family photo, but it ain't funny. So just stop doing it. Take a nice, wholesome family photo instead, okay? Really not that hard. Also, like, you know, shout out to my dad because he's always been very, very nice to my mum and they've had a lovely time. And so I don't hate my mum and or women either. So that's how easy it is to just not tell each other to hate women. Bitch, it's really easy. Um, Ray, I've seen you very much hate women. Uh, I've seen you, like... The horrible, horrible things that you've done, the war crimes that you've committed. I don't know. Excuse me, I've committed war crimes against everyone, not just women. Thank you very much. Um, so I love women. Women oh, okay. are great. An equal opportunity war crimes. Yeah, feminism means I have to also include women in the draft, so it's okay. Um, but after that bizarre tangent, uh, moving on to just general update. What have we been up to? Christmas, that's one thing we got up to. We got some fun gifts. I got Brilliant Diamond on the Switch. That was the only game I was interested in. Got lots of new makeup so I can make my face look all, all cute, all sexy, all milfy, which is great stuff. So, yeah, Christmas was nice. 
in the Vivian household, we tried to incorporate more like traditions into it. So one of them was like going to the pub, opening up one present like on Christmas Eve, watching movies. It was just a really wholesome Christmas with the whole fam. Also, the name, the name reveal went better than expected, which is also VV good. So shout out to my family for not hate cramming me, which is always fun. Um, what about you, Red? How was your Christmas and, and New Year? Um, I spent my Christmas on my own. And I, um, I got a coffee machine and a buckload of coffee. So that's, that's me sorted for the coffee for a long time. I've got like six bags of, um, ground coffee, uh, Nescafe, um, like an entire thing of like Nescafe, um, Azera. Uh, I've got a lot of coffee basically. I'm not running out of coffee anytime soon. Well, that sounds like the dream. I, I can't lie to you. Coffee, pretty pog champ. Um, so, yeah. have you got any New Year's resolutions? Because I actually have three. One of them, become a better chef, because all my friends know that I can't cook for shit. So I thought, kind of important to not burn the house down. Haven't, with seven days in and the house has not been set on fire yet. So we're doing okay thus far. Uh, cook more environmentally consciously, which I feel like is just eat less meat, which... I hopefully will be able to do. And my main one is uh, trying to learn Spanish. I've been using Duolingo. Got, you know, six-day streak thus far. The first four phrases that um, Duolingo tried to teach me in Spanish was, I am a man, you are a man, you are a boy. Which is like, okay, Duolingo, try to turn me straight. Thank you. Brilliant. Okay. Duolingo exists in this place in my head where I only see it as a a check mark that responds to people on TikTok and a weird figure within porn. Yeah. Um, the worst place is when you I said that remember... earlier, I was like, I'm not surprised that there's Duolingo porn, but I am also traumatized. It's it's so funny because I'm mutuals with the person that fucking drew it. And I'm just like, wow, okay. Um, I don't know how to feel about this. Um, <laughs> ever since I started my new... um medication i've been simping over to men way too much yeah and i'm just like oh my god the duolingo bird the duolingo bird kind of fire low-key let's let's smooge oh let's god. let's cuddle the, the, what did you say the smooch the smooch like kiss oh smooch, smooch. oh okay jesus <laughs> okay uh damn bad um... yeah do you want to, do you want to hear my hear my spanish red sure okay right Let's give it a go. Got to pop myself up. All right. Uh, mi amor rey. Uh, yo hablo español. Tú hablas inglés? That means my name is Ray. I speak Spanish. Do you speak English? Okay. So there we go. Next week, I want to know how to say I have committed a hate crime because that's basically what I do most of the time when I'm not on this podcast is just hate criming everyone I see. It's, it's my life. It's great fun. Because you're a straight cis uh, white male. Yeah, that, that's definitely me. Me, 100%. Um, now, yeah, I've also been watching a shit ton of stuff uh, in the break. I watched TikTok. Well, we all as a fan watched TikTok Boom, which is on Netflix. It's about um, Jonathan Larson, the writer of Rent, and uh, with Andrew Garfield, who's having a bit of a renaissance at the moment. Absolute king. Love him to pieces. And oh, my God, that movie broke me. It is amazing. Watch it. It's absolutely fantastic. I also watched Encanto with my bro. It's a very, very good movie. 
but like the gays and TikTok have sort of like taken it over and are just like so obsessed with it that it's kind of killed the vibe for me. Like they're like, okay, every single fictional character that's also like most of them are 15 or younger, they're all gay and like, oh look, there's one character who's like really strong. She must be a butch lesbian. And it's like, gays, calm down, okay? Sometimes we just hype fixate on things a bit too much. Can we not so just appreciate for it for what it is? So desperate for a crumb of representation. A crumb. Yeah, exactly. It's like we literally were like, oh yeah, the two boys in, in Luca who are sea monsters actually they're gay because we want some representation. It's like, do you know what? Oh my god. We need to calm it down sometime. Why? Why? Why do they have to be gay? But you did, you pointed that out to me and I watched it on like New Year's Eve and then I just could not see it. I was just like, are these two gay? Yeah, I know, these literally. Kids, these kids are gay. Are these kids gay? Was this meant to be written this way? Like, they are. They're they, a bit fruity. Yeah, they're, they're defo fruity. It's going to be like one of those like gay cult films, like Rocky Horror Show, where it's like, you know, we stand. Um, yeah. And then I've also been watching shit tons of anime, as I tend to do. I rewatched mm. all of Attack on Titan ahead of Final Season Part 2 that comes out in less than 36 hours. I am very, very excited to binge all of that. I rewatched all of Neon Genesis Evangelion again as well. My two favorite animes, those two. And oh my god, rewatching them, they're so much better than watching them through the first time. I love them. 10 out of 10. Please check them out. I'm watching Neon Genesis Evangelion with my friends actually later. I've, I've bullied all of them into watching it. So we're going to go work, come over to mine, drink some wine, and, and watch Neon Genesis Evangelion, which honestly, fun time. Very excited for that. Wow, I wasn't invited. How rude. You're in a different country, Red. You know we would have you at the drop of a hat, okay? Wow. Wow. Ray didn't pay for my ticket so that I could come over and... Stay for the one bash and then immediately go back to England. Wow. Honestly, true. Wow. Um, yeah, I've also watched some other animes that I hadn't seen before. I watched Banana Fish, which is a very gay anime. Uh, also very traumatic. That was, you know, was, was very good. You know, slightly exceeded my expectations. Enjoyed that one. Watched Full Metal Alchemist, which I know was like the shit one and not as good as Brotherhood. So it was, it was okay. And then I just started watching Mob Psycho yesterday. Very, very good. Did not expect to like it very much. The animation style is a bit weird, but that's really good. And the most important one, but we're probably going to spend far too much time talking about JoJo Part 6. On Monday, oh. I watched all 12 parts that are on Netflix, and I'm not going to lie to you, I love Part 4. Josuke is the most gay Jobro thus far, which obviously means he's the best Jobro thus far. But Jolene, she's going to get close, and Part 6 might end up becoming my favourite part. I love Pookie, he's cool as fuck. All the characters. Poochie. How do you pronounce it? Poochie. Poochie. Oh, sorry. I'm a telephobic. I forgot. My bad. Poochie. <laughs> oh, no. I've got cancelled. Oh, I said, my God. oh, dear. This is, this is, Ray I'm actually, hates, I'm, I'm embarrassed. Ray hates Puerto Ricans, apparently. Wait, wow. he's Puerto Rican? I thought he was Italian. <laughs> oh, no. No. Oh, no. That's even worse. Oh, that's cool. Puerto, Puerto, Puerto Rican Quaker de villains. We love to see it. Um, oh, my God. Yeah, Poochie, more like Coochie, am I right? Yeah, he's pretty cool. Um, so, vibe him with that, which is good because, here's my kind of hot take, wasn't the biggest fan of part five. I think it's Poochie, partially because... Let me get that pussy. Well, like, the thing about part five, right, is the villain kind of sucks ass. Risotto also should have fucking murdered the other half of Diavolo. Don't know how fucking risotto um, didn't can we just say like real quick ass. like spoiler alert for part five i guess oh true spoiler alert for an anime that's been out for two years 
Um, but yes, oh, spoiler. I will put it in the title. Spoiler JoJo at this moment, so I don't ruin it for y'all. Um, but yeah. I part five. spoil part eight for you. I'm just so powerful. I wield all of the power. Yeah, you do. You have seen, you've seen, you've, you've read the book. I haven't read the book yet. Um, but yeah, part six is great. Part five just didn't really hit that well. So I was kind of a bit sad. But part six is great. And I'm very excited to watch the rest of it. Jolene is an absolute queen. Love her. Mommy. Sorry, mommy. 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 That's basically my own take. stop simping over... No! No, I will never stop simping. I love her. Um, I'm not... If I'm not allowed to simp for Five Nights at Freddy's characters... Oh, yeah! Then... Oh, God. That's been oh all over my TikTok. I don't know. Okay. I've never even okay. played any of the games. And I've got, like... They're just like, oh, my God. In, in the game, game number three, when Scott added this lore into the game. I'm like, bestie, I don't even know who this character is. And people are going mental oh about God. it. No, because... um, Do you know on, like, Tumblr, like, people used to, like, make fanfics about the uh, Columbine school shooters? Oh, Yeah. Yeah, now they're making, like, a fan fiction again about fucking William Afton or Springtrap, the serial killer in Five Nights at Freddy's. It's so and bad. Like, oh I my stopped God, doing I really this. There's lots of great men. Courts. Well, actually, there's not many great men. There's lots of great women out there. Simp over them. Not serial killers, please. Thank you. Please um, don't simp over William Afton, not just because of the fact that he is a serial killer, but he is a rotting corpse inside of a soup. Please do not simp over William Afton. Oh yeah, Rotten He's Corpse kind of kind of sounds cute, so might start simping. Um, next episode is just no. an hour special so dedicated to William Afton. No, <laughs> I'm not Freddy or, 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 or Montgomery Gamer. Not Montgomery Gamer. Montgomery Gator. I keep calling him Montgomery Gamer. <laughs> Montgomery Gamer. That's so funny. Um, no, yeah, but um, after that whatever the fuck that was, we're getting onto a little bit more of a serious topic, but something that needs to be spoken about, because 2021 was a shit year for a number of reasons, and right as the year was ending, we lost a true gay icon. Uh, Betty White died just three weeks before her 100th birthday, which is absolutely devastating. I found out a lot of you gays don't know what Betty White's done for the community, so for any of you who don't, we're going to talk about her, how great, how important she was to the community. Uh, 1954, she, um, her show got into a lot of controversy because she had a black entertainer on her show. And, um, you know, when she got lots of criticisms, people threatening to boycott the program, her response simply was, I'm sorry, but, you know, he stays. Live with it. And she made sure to deliberately give him even more screen time, which unfortunately led to that show's cancellation. Um, but she's been an ally to, you know, all, all minority communities all of her career. Um, obviously, she's most well known for her, her part in The Golden Girls. And Golden Girls was one of the first ever sitcoms to talk about AIDS in a 1990s episode entitled 72 Hours, which is such an important show because it not only dealt with AIDS, but it also um, it also dealt with it in, in a very careful way. So, um, yeah, essentially, Betty White's character, Rose Nyland, was told that she was going to have, that during a procedure where her gallbladder was removed, she might have been exposed to HIV during a blood transfusion and well, it was being tested for HIV and had 72 hours to wait for the test results. And, and they dealt with it in a, in a really, you know, careful way that was amazing. I think um, at one point in the show, there was, there was a quote that says, um, you know, AIDS is not a bad person disease. This episode came out in 1990. At the time, um, less, than a th- less than a quarter of US doctors believed they should be legally required to treat patients with HIV. So about 75% of doctors 
straight up refused to, to you know, help people dying of AIDS because they still thought it was predominantly a gay disease. And at that time, this show, despite all the stupid about it, came out uh, and, you know, dealt with it in, in, a, in a really careful way. And yeah, so Betty White's been so important to the queer community. Uh, she's also a perfect testimony to, you know, the, the idea that old age isn't an excuse for, for, for bigotry and not understanding stuff. Uh, in 2010, five years before gay marriage was legal in the US, Betty announced her support for it uh, when she was 88 at the time. So she was, you know, very, very old. It was only in her lifetime that, you know, being gay was, you know, made, made illegal, of course. Um, but I'm trying to find the exact quote. Just give me um, one moment. She said, I don't care who anyone sleeps with. If a couple has been together all that time and there are gay relationships that are more solid than heterosexual ones, I think it's fine if they want to get married. I don't know how people can get so anti-something. Mind your own business, take care of your affairs, and don't worry about other people so much. And honestly, that's the kind of energy I'm trying to, trying to bring into 2022. People can do whatever the hell they want. If it doesn't affect me, I don't care. And yeah, Betty White's death was absolutely devastating. She, you know, her whole career fought to bring about so much good in this world. And, you know, Betty, we love you. Thank you for all you've done for us. Uh, and yeah, her death really, really, yeah, really hit me quite hard. Uh, so I, I wanted to dedicate some time for her on this segment. But uh, yeah, she, she's an absolute queen. Um, yeah, just got some, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> pardon? Let you have your entire this moment of just like, I love Betty White, Betty White is my favourite person, Betty White, Betty White. Oh yeah, sorry for like not, I, I just didn't really know how to like, <laughs> like incorporate into that section, but yeah, I think, you know, she's, she's just incredible, isn't she? She's, she's a queen, she's a queen. Absolute queen. You will be loved and you'll be very, very greatly missed. But now we're talking on to... Some slightly, well, some happy stuff after that VV sad moment. I'm, I'm getting all emotional, tearing up over here. Um, Twitter started off the year in fantastic fashion. They banned uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, a.k.a. Marjorie Titan Greene, for violating Twitter's misinformation rules. Not about transphobia, but about COVID misinformation, but at least she got banned. She, just like every single conservative, has joined Getter, which is basically um, just alt-right Twitter, which is very, very bad. Also, Politics for All, which was an alleged oh, non-biased... Pardon? I thought Parler was supposed to be the... Oh, pa Parler's like a white Twitch. And then Parler's also kind of getting banned. So now everyone's going on Getter. Getter's like Twitter because it's like just tweeting stuff. Um, but yeah, Parler sucks as well. Don't go on over those platforms. They're a fucking I'll white supremacist hell's game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Politics for All is was a non -bi allegedly non-biased news site run by an 18-year-old Tory and spectator, Voltanik Moore. Uh, at the start, I actually was quite a big fan of Politics for All, but after about two months or so, they started posting a lot more, like, anti-vax, like, no-vaccine mandate stuff, and also lots of, like, transphobic bait stuff, partially for clicks, but also because they were like, fuck trans people, what a surprise. And so, yeah, Twitter used their rule as a private company to enforce their rules and decide to ban someone, and good riddance. Um, so I'm glad Politics for All is gone. And uh, now the only aim, all they need to do in the rest of 2022 is ban literally every single cis person on the platform and then get rid of the maps as well and then just have a gay website. Just ban them all. Just ban all the cis people. Also straight white men go. Bye-bye. Yeah, I mean, even if they don't ban straight white men, please ban maps will be a website, my guy. It's really not hard. Please. <laughs> it'll, it'll make things so much easier. There'll be no more problems in the world. All of the world's ills will be solved in one day. All you have to do is just burn every single straight person. 
Yeah, this is tr- this is this is true. We we I support this message. Um, yeah, there's been also some other funny stuff in the last couple of days. Um, conservatives have been going really mental because AOC, uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, absolute icon, one of the few good senators in the U.S., um, traveled from New York down to Florida, and um, there was a photo of her boyfriend's feet that a bunch of conservative pundits were getting really, really weirdly triggered about, like Steve Cortez, who tweeted out, if leftists like AOC fought mandates and masking work, they wouldn't be frolicking in Florida. Her guy showing his gross, pale, male feet in public, not a pool or beach, with hideous sandals. And then she just claps back, gets um, 178 likes, 178,000 likes for saying, if Republicans are mad, they can't date me. They can just say that instead of projecting their sexual frustrations onto their boyfriend's feet. And honestly, it's fucking true. It, they're just weirdly like, I want to have sex with this woman, but she doesn't like me. I hate her. She doesn't like me, and her boyfriend's feet are too masculine. Ugh. Bring back masculine men, but also, no, uh, she, she needs to date a, uh, a conservative man like me who's not masculine at all. It's just very, very weird. Um, it's just like, you know, she's the like one of the few senators who's like slightly left of center in the US. And like, she's getting fucking canceled by apparently the right, you know, the right who is like, you know, fuck cancel culture. We're not snowflakes. But they're canceling her because... Um, she is on holiday in Florida. It's like fucking. If you're all, if you're just left wing, you fucking can't, literally can't do anything. That's fucking how mental conservatives are. They're like, you're going on holiday. Um, no, you can't actually do that. You're not allowed to do that as as a. You don't support conservative values, so you can't go on holiday. She's just. It's like. It's like they they heard us complaining when people go on holiday, um, like. Um, what was his name? The one that went on holiday in the UK uh, during the Afghan crisis. But, oh, Dominic Raab. Uh, We're going to talk about that later, fun fact. Yeah, Dominic Raab. Um, like, they see things like that and then are just like, oh, well, why are left-wing people going on holiday then? It's like, it's not that they're on holiday that's the problem. It's that they're on holiday whilst something is happening. Yeah, I can't remember what it was, but right now. There, there was that's one dude, there, there was one conservative dude who tweeted out saying like, about the AOC thing, like, reminder, AOC got really angry at Ted Cruz when he went on holiday to Cancun. It's like, yeah, because Ted Cruz went on holiday while Texas, his state, had a fucking power outage, my guy. New York is doing fine in terms of COVID cases. The same day she left, the governor was literally like, by the way, we're going to open up the country even more. Ted Cruz left during a power outage, and when they asked him to stay, he refused, and then AOC raised, like, 200k for his fucking state while he was on holiday. So... Uh, you suck. Yeah. Um, um, honestly, they need to shut the fuck up and learn what. It's just, they're being so, it's either on purpose or that they're really, really stupid. And I'm terrified in either, like, option. Yeah, I think they just, they're, they're just dumb. That's, that's my honest take. Um, and then finally, before we talk about, you know, the main section, the, the, the 2021 review, just a quick update on the gender critical cult, because at this point, it's nothing short of a cult. People have been going fucking mental. J.K. Rowling has made history once again this week because she's already been cancelled three times. The Daily Mail literally, I think, did an article this week about how a school, um, which was, which school is it? Uh, let me find it. Uh, Bowles School in Essex decided to change one of their houses, which was originally, you know, J.K. Rowling's house, um, to... Uh, something else because they were like we're an in- we're an inclusive school 
and um, J.K. Rowling, you know, is, you know, her views on this issue do not align with our school policy and beliefs, a place where people are free to be. And so they decided, like, well, we're going to, you know, change it to another woman who's actually done great stuff and is controversial. And then they all got really, really angry. Um, and it's like, bro, why the hell? It's like, fucking, why do you care so much about this? Like, it's it's literally the most tiny deal ever. She also got called out because um, Stuart, no, not he was, it wasn't Stuart Lee. It was, um, how was it? Uh, oh, John Stewart said that, um, like the what's it called the the goblins are like very very similar to typical anti anti-Semitic depiction of Jewish people, and everyone was like, "Um, are you saying Jacob Rowling's anti-Semitic? She's not anti-Semitic. She just supports women." It's like, I mean, even if she's not anti-Semitic, she just supports women. She can't be. She can't be anti-Semitic. She supports women. Oh yes, I forget that you support one group. That means you can't hate literally everything else. I like white oh people, God. so I can't be racist. Get out, liberal. No, I support. I support trans people. That means I can't be racist. Yeah, it's like um no, Bessie, that's that's not, that's not how it works. And it's like while well, neither of us are Jewish people, obviously you know Jewish people know, and it's up to them to decide what is and isn't anti-Semitic. It is like you know we're both history students. The description of, you know, the, the, the goblins in, in Gringotts Bank um, and the way in which they're, you know, described is very, very similar to the traditional anti-Semitic depictions of, you know, Jews throughout history. So even if it's not, like, deliberately done in that way, which, uh, you know, I'm not sure if that was JK's intention or not, like, it's still not great. Do you know what I mean? So, like, yeah, it's just, like, a bit of a yikes. Also, so I many other stuff, like... The real-world things are really are just awful yeah uh, what was it like how aids is werewolves yeah she said that yeah she said that lupin was like the werewolf was meant to be aids which is brilliant like apparently when you get aids you turn into a fucking horrible creature who eats people um yeah, you know that, not even that not even that it was the, like that there are people with werewolves uh the lycanthropy that go around spreading it to young children Oh yeah, that's what it is. True. Oh, she she also there's only one named black character in the books, and he's he's called something Shacklebolt. Um. Also, what the is only it with, like associating black people with lightning. Yeah. Um. Um. Like, whenever a black person has superpowers, it's always fucking lightning. It is. It's so dodgy. Uh, also, obviously, the only Asian character being one in Ravenclaw, one of the only like people in the books in Ravenclaw, and being called Cho Chang, which is you know, one or two steps away from the racist, you know, derogatory term towards Asian people. Uh, also, the Irish character who blows everything up in the book that was written shortly after all the IRA shit that was going on. It's like just a bit of a... wasn't the most inclusive depiction of, of all the characters in her book. Just putting it out there. I forgot how much blew things up on accident. Yeah, exactly! The Irish character oh. blows everything up. Red is the oh, resident God. Irish person, and it's uh, not great. Seamus, what the yeah, no, but I wanted Seamus and Dean Thomas to fucking hook up though. Yeah, that would have been very very cute. But it's like, yeah, it's it's like why? I just look at why are you going out your way to like be like, no 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 no, these goblins like aren't anti-Semitic. It's like, I mean, they don't really look great, my guy. Do you know what I mean? It's like, calm down. Some high-profile people have come to a defense, uh, like David Baddiel, who's like, I'm Jewish and it's not anti-Semitic. But I did notice that he said that. Jeremy Corbyn saying Epstein in a slightly, like, emphasizing the Steen part made him sounds more Jewish, which apparently is evidence of anti-Semitism, but literally writing 
goblins in the exact same way that Jews have been hysterically presented as anti-Semitic isn't, which is kind of interesting. It just kind of seems like you're... Is this guy, is this guy gender critical as well? I don't know if he's gender critical, but he's a massive Tory. And so obviously he called out Jeremy um... Corbyn's anti-Semitism because Labour. I'm not saying Jeremy Corbyn isn't anti-Semitic. Again, I, I'm not Jewish. Um, so I didn't really want to like um... say what is and isn't anti-Semitic. But it's like, just call them both out. I'm going to say something like, being anti-Israel or anti-Jerusalem is not being anti-Jewish. Well, yeah, I mean, there's, well, there was that thing as well. So the same day that J.K. Rowling got called out for her, like, depiction of goblins, and that was, like, not deemed anti-Semitic, Emma Watson was getting dragged because she said solidarity for Palestine, which is apparently yeah. anti-Semitic. But it's like... You know, again, I don't want to really factor too much in on, on what is or isn't anti-Semitic because I'm not a Jewish person, but it's like, yeah, I feel like out of the Sorry, two of them, J.K. Rowling stuff is definitely more anti-Semitic than just saying solidarity with, with, with Palestine. Obviously, if she was like, fuck Israel, I support Palestine, yeah, that's definitely anti-Semitic, but like, she was it's just like solidarity with it, and like, yeah, it's just dumb that they're going to like the most insane lengths to defend someone who is like just fucking a garbo human being it's not great it's not great yeah social situation is just not great normal yeah coming coming on to the the main text because we haven't even talked about jk's third cancellation and that was the reunion the harry potter reunion everyone's like "Uh, jk rowling was in all all the books and like they wouldn't have it like piers morgan was like because um i can't remember it was but someone asked the actor who played uh percy Weasley, who does tons of work for LGBTQ plus charities, like, what do you think of J.K. Rowling? And he was like, well, I can't remember exactly what he said, so I'm paraphrasing here, but he was like, her views don't align with mine, basically. And then Piers Morgan's like, oh, another actor comes out and slams J.K. Rowling. How dare you? You wouldn't have a career without her. Again, paraphrasing. And it's like, yeah, but you asked. You you asked. It's, he didn't come and just go randomly out of the blue. By the way, guys, fuck J.K. Rowling. He was like, you you asked specifically for my opinion on J.K. Rowling, and I'm going to give it. Don't fucking say I came out and slagged her off when you ask a question. It's being like, it's just the most it's, dumb thing ever. Um, they need to just learn that you can't just straight up lie because people will find out. And then they'll be like, no, you lied. And then you'll have no recourse because you fucking lied. Yeah, exactly. It's so fucking stupid. And everyone's like, oh, J.K. Rowling like, wrote all the books. Now they're not giving her a career because of her trans stuff. Blah, blah, blah. And it's like, she, she, and it's like, yeah, but the reunion is for the actors, right? I saw this on TikTok, but Steve Cloves was the screenwriter for seven out of the eight films. He had to get like all the pages of books, all the words and stick them into like a way shorter, like hour and a half, basically long film. And he did that for seven out of the eight films. He's not even mentioned in it. Do you know why? Because he's a screenwriter. He's not a director or an actor. And this is for the directors and the actors. So yeah, J.K. Rowling isn't going to get very many mentions because she's not a director. Like, yes, she wrote the books, but it's all about what the filming process was like. And I'm pretty sure J.K. Rowling, other than writing the books, wasn't involved in the filming process. But I could be wrong. She was not involved that much in the filming process. And it was for the film people, not for the book people. She was a book person. And anyone that is fucking pressed about that needs to shut the fuck up and get over it. She, She should be glad that she got as much representation in that as she did. Yeah, she should be glad that fucking Tom Felton, who everyone simps over, who's also, I think, allegedly an abuser or, or something, like, really, really toxic, also, like, says he supports her. And that's, like, the only actor that's come to her defence. Tom defense. Felton but... says that he supports her? Uh, yeah, I'm 99% sure he came out and said he supports her. Tom Felton 
Supports JKR. Let me see. Supports JKR. We're doing live research now, besties. Potter actors who support. Oh yeah. So there was rumors that he was soliciting minors on Twitter. Another map. We'd love to see it. Uh, we. I mean, we don't. We hate to see it. Um, but then he. Well, I think he also was um, liking tons of like of J.K. Rowling's tweets and stuff. So yeah, and then tons of people were like defending him. So it's not exactly. Does he actually run his Twitter though? I don't know if he runs his Twitter. Uh, to be fair, I think he. The only tweet at first he liked was when J.K. Rowling was like, "One of my best mates just called me a self-described butch lesbian," and so he didn't like like her transphobic stuff. Um, so yeah, it's still. Yeah, he liked a controversial tweet, um, but not necessarily bad. He unliked it when people called him up transphobic, so he might not have, like, properly supported it. He went live, he said he liked J.K. Rowling's tweet without reading it and apologised for it. Okay, so it doesn't look like he's actually come forward and supported her, which is good, because I do like Tom Fell and he's very hot. Um, so I'm very glad. Um, yeah, I just got it. Um, um, I'm just reading through all of the ones that don't support her. So uh, we've got it's... Daniel Radcliffe, where he obviously he works for the Tre- Trevor Project. Mm-hmm. Emma Watson, trans ally, Rupert Grin. Um, says that he still has some respects respect with her, but says that um, um, that he disagrees with her actions. That it's important to stick up for marginalised people. Um, Eddie Redmayne, of course, Eddie Redmayne would be against her. Fuck off. Yeah, fuck Man you, bitch. played a trans woman. Um, Oh yeah, Robbie Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane um, did support. I know that. Robbie? Hagrid. I think he did. Didn't he? I don't think she what she said was offensive. Really, I don't know why, but there's a whole Twitter generation of people who hang around waiting to be offended. Oh, oh classic boomer take. We can't say anything nowadays in case it offends someone. Yeah, that's how it works. Oh. You should try not to offend people when you talk. It's really not that hard to grasp. Oh what if I offend you? Like, then learn like and don't say it again. Old. He's 70 years old. Uh, just shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Uh, Ralph Fiennes um, doesn't understand the backlash the British author has been getting. Of course oh. he does. He's fucking... Are you telling me Ralph Fiennes is not going to support J.K. Rowling? Absolutely no way. He's fucking Voldemort, so of course he, of course he doesn't. Your allies at Hagrid got expelled from... Um, Hogwarts, and literally he who should not be named. So, not really great. Ralph, well, it's impossible. Oh, 58-year-old. 58-year-old Ralph Beans. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're all fucking old and stupid. They're, I need, they, they suck. They suck cock. What, what, they what was that noise? That fucking glock glock noise. That was me going... <laughs> Why, why are you sucking dick on the fucking podcast? Hey yo, bro, I'm horny. Leave me alone. Hey yo, hey yo. Um, yeah. So basically, lots of stars have come out and been like, "We don't agree with you," because again, they asked literally every single actor, and then each actor that said they don't support her, they wrote an article about it, which is just such lazy journalism. And it's like, literally, this is why I call it a cult. As in, they're like, this actor called her out. They're abandoning J.K. Rowling. This is awful. This person called them out. Oh my god, this is terrible. And they write like 15 articles about how each individual Harry Potter star says they don't like J.K. Rowling. It's like, this is literally a cult. This is like writing an article each time someone says, I don't like Pretty Patel because she's a fascist. Because she is a fascist, in my opinion. Don't sue me. 
It's just the most okay, stupid fine. shit ever. He is someone that really likes fascistic policies. Indeed. She really loves it when people lose their rights. Yeah. Like trans people. Is that acceptable? Can we That's... say that one? Yeah, I think you can say that. That's fine. Um, yeah, so there's J.K. Rowling. Stop freaking out about the reunion. It's literally not for her, so of course she's not going to be mentioned. Let's move on. Um, yeah, there's the, the only other piece of funny news I could see before this podcast isn't LGBTQ plus related, but it was Tory MP Andrew Rossendale says that the BBC should broadcast the national anthem, which is again us further sliding towards fascism. Let's play the national anthem and all be proud of our, you know, really racist background all the time. And, you know, this is the important stuff to focus on, not like the rising COVID cases or anything important. And it's just like, the most stupid thing ever is like, no one's proud of your country anymore because we're not singing the national anthem. Yeah, the national anthem sucks, my guy. The national anthem is so bad. So much. Yeah, the national anthem is awful. It's, it's just, it's just so pathetic. Um, but yeah, should we get on to? Because we've been chatting about this for almost forty minutes, lol. Uh, should we move on to the big story, the year in review? Year in review. Year in review. Yeah. So. 2021, we're going through all the big stories, all the big moments, and we've got a little feature called Gammon Watch. All that is, is we're checking when all the, you know, for those who don't know what Gammon is, it is an old racist white man who gets triggered. And we're just checking in on each time that Gammon's came out and got really, really angry. Because, spoiler alert, it happens quite a lot. So, here we go. Get your drinks ready. We're listening to, we're doing our year review. First up, very first event on the 4th of Jan was lockdown number three, four, seven. I can't remember. One of the many lockdowns in the UK last year started on the 4th of Jan. That was the day I moved back to uni, which was a great day. But then I got pink hair and a mullet, which is pretty iconic. While my hair is blue currently, I do love my pink hair and mullet. I do kind of want to bring it back, but we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. And then we had, uh, what was it next? We had um, the... January sixth, capital riots. Uh, we love that. Um, yeah. Did you did you see that they um? What they did yesterday? They had um. What? They invited the cast of Hamilton to sing Dear Theodosia" in the White House, and it was so awful. It was like 2022's Imagine cover. Literally was. <laughs> it was so bad. They got like after after the, after after last year's coup. We've got something to help make you feel better. Lin Manuel Miranda and the casting, dear Theodosia. Everyone was like, "Actually, can we go back to the coup, please?" I preferred the 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 coup. I preferred the fact that democracy might have fallen purely due to the fact some redneck showed up. Um, yeah. What the fuck. It's okay. it's like um, why do celebrities not have to respond to stuff properly? Like, oh yeah, there was a really bad coup last year. I know what to sort it. Lin Manuel Miranda singing a song. No, my guy, they could you could have done literally anything else. Could have got like Obama to do a speech or something. No, we had to deal with that shit. <sighs> okay. Um, but. Yeah. He didn't get impeached. Yeah. Um, yeah, he didn't get impeached because Republicans are cowards. This is just one thing we don't talk enough. But it's like, um, America literally had a coup last year. And to this day, still two in three Republicans think that the election was rigged and Donald Trump is still the president of the United States. Like, we aren't talking about that shit enough. Like, that is actually insane. Okay. Uh, the 20th of January, Joe Biden becomes the president. Um, he's been better than, um, than you thought. I, I thought that he was going to be just awful. 
I mean, he is still pretty bad. He's um he's maintained Title 42, which was an emergency law passed during the pandemic to basically kick out more migrants quickly. And um, under Title 42, um, he's managed to kick out more migrants uh, using that title than Joe, than Donald Trump did in his presidency, which is, you know, still very, very bad. Shows he still doesn't give a shit about the vast majority of people. And he's also tried to put through, like, a couple of good laws, like the, the Bernie Sanders one, which is, like, the like road rebuilding one but that's not going to go through because joe manchin who's the democrat who like they need his support for isn't going to support it because he he is like literally a fucking modern day coal baron and so he's like these laws are going to take away my coal mining rights so i don't support it and it's like that's dodgy as fuck that you can be a politician and literally be he's literally like a like a millionaire on like coal money and is like basically making a policy specifically because he doesn't want to lose his millions of coal money and it's like that's pretty dodgy for democracy yeah he sucks a cock um yeah so in march we had the awful death of sarah everard but fortunately she was able to get justice and to the police officer who name he i'm not going to say because no free clout i'm glad he's rotting in a jail cell where he belongs so there we go i'm just just kill all strength man Honestly, true. True. Is that Sorry, no. I, I don't think that. Wow. That's just that's very scary. Um then one of my Yeah, the one of my favourite news stories of the year on the seventh of March was the infamous um well Meghan Markle interview came out. The 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 one where she released a series of big um like bombshell claims. Um trying to find them all. So she she revealed she had suicidal thoughts and didn't want to be alive anymore. Almost like because the entire media, including Piers Morgan, like harassed the shit out of her um, by constantly tweeting about her, etc., etc. She the, the couple alleged that a member of the royal family raised concerns about Archie's skin color, although they still haven't confirmed which royal that was. Uh, Harry said Prince Charles stopped his uh, stopped taking his calls when the couple left the UK. Um, the Duke claimed that he he that J- J- Harry claimed that he felt trapped in the royal system. Uh, and Megan, uh, yeah, so they also revealed they're expecting a girl, so that was very, very cute. And after this bombshell interview where Megan Markle said, I felt suicidal at various points, Piers Morgan was like, I can't remember exactly what he said, so don't sue me, but he said basically, like, I don't believe that she felt like suicidal, which is fucking awful going out on a public television program being like, this woman was not suicidal. And so, rightfully so, we got 58,000 complaints, and then in news that was absolutely blissed everyone's ears got fired which is just fucking hilarious because don't go on public tv and say a woman who i fucking harassed by sending a million tweets of a day um wasn't suicidal because that's just a massive yikes he he really needs to just sit down just stop yeah he's awful i can't remember the exact number of tweets someone did a really great article covering it but it was like talking about the number of times piers morgan spoke about Meghan markle and even during you know the whole prince andrew saga with like the prince andrew interview and everything um like literally piers morgan tweeted about Meghan markle like more times than he tweeted about prince andrew during that period and that just says it all for me like Meghan markle you can think whatever you want about her but she's not a fucking pedophile my guy why are you tweeting out about Meghan markle even if you think she's insufferable and you hate her whatever whatever yeah fine you can think that but it's like why are you criticizing her less than an actual person who we know is a pedo jesus christ my guy that's a that's that's a self-report because he's hung out with jillay maxwell in tons of photos self-report 
he is an odd little man and he should stop. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. So now, on the 23rd to the 29th of March, do you want to read out this story, Brad? It is our favourite news story of the entire year. Are you excited? The boat in the Suez Canal. Let's fucking oh, yeah. go. The, ever, the evergreen, the evergreen, whatever it was called. What a fucking moment. It's fucking stuck there. It's fucking yawning. Um, there was the what was it like the porn of it? Um. Oh yeah, I forgot about the porn. It was so funny. <laughs> I just I don't know why, but it's just become a thing that now like massive world events just become pornography. Yeah, honestly, like that Everyone was. Everyone is down bad. That week was like the best week ever. It was so funny. All the memes were amazing. I just, honestly, it was it was a great news story. It was fucking hilarious. It was one of the few times the whole year, the whole country was united, laughing at the Ever Given failing to turn in the Suez Canal. It was a true momental moment. Of, it was a true, it was a true momental. It was a true emotional moment within history. And I feel like we all have come closer together as a world as a people in the moment where the evergreen didn't fucking turn correctly or whatever exactly it was it was great life was bliss and very quickly life was no longer bliss because on the 9th of april prince andrew died uh i mean prince philip died not prince andrew prince andrew is very much alive unfortunately prince philip died uh (laughs) and i feel bad for the queen you know it's never easy to lose a lover and a cousin at the same time because they are cousins fun fact (laughs) Um, <laughs> I just love doing that. Oh, they're just, imagine losing your lover and your cousin at the same time. It's it's proof. It's ruthless. Does that mean that all um all of the kids are inbred then? Charles I mean, inbred then. I mean, they're like second cousins, I think. Which so they're not like oh, okay. super inbred, but it's still like not great. Um, yeah, I think she, she, I think she met him. When she was 14 and he was 18, I think, or maybe older, maybe like 20 or something. I can't remember, which is also a bit dodge. And then they ended up getting married after like a few months of dating. So that's cray cray. But they were together for a long time. And the Queenie may or may not be dead because like we haven't heard anything from her. And then she's going into a new phase starting from February. I don't know what the hell that means, but it's literally so fucking weird. What? Yeah, there's like a conspiracy that the Queen is dead and they're waiting until February to announce it so they can do the diamond jubilee so they can do the platinum jubilee and she would have been the longest reigning monarch and done seventy years on the throne. That's the like conspiracy theory. And that'll be Charles on my throne. Yeah, that's a thing. I just don't want it to be dead because I fucking hate Charles so much. <laughs> Everyone hates Charles so much. The yeah, because fucking... he mugged off Diana. Diana was a fucking absolute girl boss and she's hot as fuck, and then fucking Charles is just a knobhead. She was an absolute girl. She was the original. She was the. Where's the light? She was the. She yeah. She was the original girl boss. This is what I'm saying. She was the original girl boss. Yes. She was girl. She girl bossed up in the nineties. We love her. Oh my god. Um. Um. Yeah. So there was that. The nineteenth of April, the European Super League was announced and got shut down very very quickly. This means nothing to a lot of people, but meant a lot to me as a football fan because the memes were absolutely immaculate. And I think on the same day or in between this period, uh, Derek Chauvin was finally convicted, uh, as he should. 
and I'm very, very glad that he got convicted. But it is also very, very sad that despite the fact the entire world literally saw this dude fucking kill George Floyd, we were still like, not sure. Also, uh, I believe George Floyd's niece, who's like, uh, like four yeah. or five years old, was um, like shot in a targeted attack recently, which is absolutely devastating. Uh, I don't, I don't know if it was confirmed to be a targeted attack. But yeah, it, it's still absolutely devastating that you know his niece, who's super young, uh, you know, was was yeah. shot. Um, so you know, my thoughts are thoughts are with the community again, and shows why we still need to you know support Black Lives Matter uh, until they have equal rights. So we've got a long way to go, besties. Um, yeah, there was uh, GB News founded on the thirteenth of June, twenty twenty one, and the start was a mess. There was all sorts of low budget stuff. It was absolutely iconic. Uh, this was also roughly around the time where the Euro started, and this was where it was really, really funny because tons of England fans were being hella racist and booing all the England players because they said, we want to take the knee for Black Lives Matter. And then, I can't remember the name of the guy, but one of GB News like had a guest presenter on, and he took, he, he took the knee in support of Black Lives Matter, and so GB News viewers cancelled the show over fears it had gone woke and marxist so at some points they had zero viewers and for various points during the month of june they were being outperformed by the welsh paw patrol the welsh paw patrol yeah the welsh paw patrol was consistently getting more viewers than gb news throughout the month of june which is just so paw patrol Patrol, like the tv show for like kids but it's like in welsh exclusively in welsh in like the language yeah welsh. yeah the language of, of the welsh language which like not that many people speak even in wales what the fuck yeah that's how fucking unpopular and bad they are the fucking welsh paw patrol was owning their asses and that's just absolutely iconic I fucking love paw patrol G- oh my god hit me up yeah also also there was that massive meme do you see that the the, the, the meme that like paw patrol was a cab or something and it was really funny what? They were doing a thing that like Paw Patrol was like supports ACAB but everyone was like, Yes, we love you, Paw Patrol. So Paw Patrol when 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 the police are eventually abolished, because that's what us 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 pronouns in bio people want, uh we will keep Paw Patrol going. They will be our, our police officers, they will help us out, they will save the day. Pronouns in bio. Oh my god. Us pronouns in bio havers. We're the only ones with pronouns because they're in our bio. If they're not in your bio, you actually don't have pronouns legally. You actually aren't a real person? Legally, you don't exist. Um, yeah. So, what else was there? Uh, oh, then on the 26th of Ju- June, July, July, I believe. No, yeah, July. Uh, no, June. I can't remember. Anyway, Matt Hancock cheated on his wife with his aide and got sacked. Um, and yeah, just fuck Matt Hancock. He sucks. I'm glad he's no longer in power because he was very, very incompetent. Um, you know, Euros. England got all the way to the final and lost. The whole country was united. At 4pm, a dude shoved a flare up his bum, which is just the most British thing ever. Devastating that that we lost. It was not ideal. Uh, Yeah, we also had the Tokyo Olympics, which was great. Simone Biles pulled out of tons of events because of her mental health, and we love and support her. Tons of conservatives got angry at her, but it's like, fuck you, she's done way more positive for society than you ever have and tom daly our queer icon who also you know is a knitting girl boss got his first ever gold medal and cried and we absolutely love and adore you tom daly if he's if he's listening which i doubt he is he's a very busy person i just i don't like tom daly but whatever you don't why don't you like him i don't like tom daly okay well we're just not gonna i'm just gonna pretend i didn't hear that and we're we're gonna move on 
uh, another piece of Gammon watch. On the 28th of July, Nigel Farage got really, really angry at the RNLI for basically giving shit about dying migrants and trying to save them in the channel. And as a result of this, Britain's perception of the RNLI actually improved, which is really, really funny. When he was like, fuck you, RNLI, because you're saving migrants, the British public were like, actually, maybe they should do more of that. We like you, actually, actually which is... They're doing their job, saving lives. Exactly. So, yeah, that's just kind of just a classic cell phone. Uh, on the 15th of August, there was the Afghanistan pullout, where Dominic Dominic Raab, who was our foreign secretary, did... Foreign or, either foreign or home secretary, I can't remember, I don't like him. He did absolutely nothing about it. He allegedly um, was asked to take phone calls while on a sun lounge on holiday and straight up refused, which is awful. Uh, conservatives went absolutely batshit insane about the Afghanistan pullout. White supremacist Tucker Carlson of Fox News fame claimed that one of the reasons why the Taliban beat the U.S. at war was because they don't teach their kids about gender studies, which is just the stupidest fucking take ever. Shut up, Tucker! <laughs> Literally, the dude who this year did the actual 14 words white fucking replacement theory was like, they're not teaching their kids that they're born in the wrong body. And it's like, no, Tucker, the reason why the fucking US lost to Afghanistan was because they were so worried about a democratically elected socialist party in fucking Afghanistan that they funded a terrorist organization, the Taliban, who from the get-go wanted to implement Sharia law that you probably thought was a great idea because it takes away women's rights to abortion. Um, and then you fucking funded them shit tons of money so they act with all your modern weaponry, and that's why they won, okay? Also, tons of conservatives online were tweeting out like, wait, the Taliban's anti-abortion and t really transphobic? Maybe they weren't bad. And it's like, wow, nice one. You just said you agree with the fucking Taliban, my guy. What are you doing? And then they'll just be like, oh, I was just playing devil's advocate. I was just playing devil's advocate. No, like, no, 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 no. Uh... You, you agree with the Taliban. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, you're fucking stupid as shit. But it's like, oh, my right, God. I think okay. the terrorists who don't give women any rights are great. Also, it's like, notice how conservatives only gave a shit about women losing their rights when it was like us pulling out of Afghanistan. I mean, us, the US pulling out of Afghanistan. It's like, you don't give a shit about women's rights all the rest of the time. You're literally trying to take them away via abortion laws. But anyway. This is why. This is why. You know what? If we just don't have women at all, then there can be no sexism against women. True. Oh, yeah, when, when fucking Dominic Raab came out and said, I condone all forms of misogyny, including against men and women. And it's like, misogyny is not against men. Do you not know the definition of misogyny, my guy? You fucking moron. And he's in an, he can make important decisions, which is great. He can make very important decisions in regards to fucking Our domestic lives. policy. Exactly. It's, it's, it's really great. I'm very glad he can do that. Um... Yeah, so some some more Gammon Watch in, when was it, in September. This was when there was the whole, like, petrol fuel shortages, and the BBC sent someone called yeah. Phil McCann to report on the petrol fuel shortages, which I don't like the BBC a lot of the time, but sending a guy called Phil McCann to cover a story on about how there weren't enough cans full of oil is actually hilarious. There was also that infamous interview. <laughs> That's just the most British thing ever. I didn't get it till you said, oh yeah, it's really funny to send someone with a can to fill my can. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking amazing. That's <laughs> that's British comedy at its finest. Um, yeah, I'm glad I enjoyed that one. Um, there was also the whole insulate Britain protest stuff, and that was when they had this 
Oh no, this is in, sorry, in October when they had the Insulate Britain stuff, and they had my favourite TV clip of the entire year. I don't know if you saw this, Red, but I've watched it like 50 times. Um, Mike Graham, who's like the UK's most infamous climate denier, debated Insulate Britain's leader, Cameron Green, on, um, on I think it was like Talk Now Radio, uh, which is like fucking just awful. They're like anti, anti-vax, they're like anti- climate change anti-science at this point um and yeah basically he debated cameron green on whether or not you could grow concrete because he was like no 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 no, no. you can grow concrete and then he doubles down on it later on in the show and was like he left because he said he said that you can't grow concrete you can grow concrete it's like are you stupid my guy what the fuck is wrong with you <laughs> yeah you can did you not know you can grow concrete. You can grow concrete. Yeah, there's there's a concrete there's a concrete trees outside that we all we all have. Yeah, you know I'm the concrete so, trees. Sorry, no, it's a concrete farm. Wow, you can't even get that right. Right. Oh uh, wow. yeah, sorry, my my mistake. Yeah. I I forgot about the millions of concrete plants. It's just the most it's iconic video tree. ever. I just I just love it. It's it's truly truly iconic. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other big, uh, 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 other big stories in November. Um, there was the Asteroid disaster and Brittany. Oh shit! I forgot the in October. Alex, Bol- uh, Alex Baldwin shot someone. That was a fucking entire bang, thing. Bang. He accidentally <laughs> shot someone with his prop gun, which was very bizarre. Uh, in November, Brittany finally got freed, and yesterday she posted a nude photo onto Instagram about like I think she said like three women are the best women. And honestly, Brittany, go off. We love you and support you. I'm very glad you were free from your really fucking abusive, you know, fucking time. Yeah, I'm on migrants. Just coming over. Oh, oh, yeah. The the final gammon gammon watch of the year, which was arguably the most batshit insane take I saw, on um Christmas Day, Natalie Elphick, who I believe is the Conservative MP for I think Dover, um she tweeted out. I'm trying to find the exact Natalie Elphick tweet. Red stall for like 30 seconds while I find this tweet about Natalie Elphick. Oh my goodness! You know what? I'm playing D and D right now as a lizard folk gunslinger. And it's really, really fun because I get to shoot at my gun, and um, then I shoot at my gun, and then I use my grip point for um, for winging shot and lock them prone, and then and then they have to they, they have disadvantage on their rolls, and and um, and um, Ray, hurry up! Oh, sorry, that D and D story was great. Um, hang on. Um, yeah, she said, she tweeted out on Christmas Day saying, This Christmas reinforces to me how vital it is that we bring the treacherous small boat crossings to an end once and for all. Christmas Day reinforces to you that we should ban migrants because Christmas was definitely not about how a random dude let two travelling migrants who travelled like hundreds of miles across, you know, the Roman Empire to stay in the stable because it's a time of giving and being supportive of others. Like, what the fuck was that take? It's, um, a bad one. It's just insane. Like, I, it's just, on Christmas Day? Jesus Christ! That's the thing. It's, it's, it yeah. was done on Christmas Day. Like, what the fuck? They really need to, like, get some help. Yeah, get they... Some help. Yeah, they, they, do need, they do need some help. But, um, that was our year in review. We, I think we covered all the big stories that, that, that mattered. We probably missed some, so comment angrily. Uh, talk to me angrily and say, Ray and Red, I cannot believe you missed this big story. Fuck! Oh, there was the bo- Nicki Minaj's balls vaccine one. Where is it? I really wanted to find it. Oh, fuck. What? Where is it? The one about Nicki Minaj's what? balls? Nicki Minaj's balls? 
Do you know what, what, what Nicki Minaj tweeted out about her balls? What? <laughs> you know, do you know when Nicki, Nicki Minaj was like, Ayo, my fucking cousin's balls were huge. What day was that? <laughs> I refuse to believe. Nicki Minaj, where is it? Nicki Minaj Ayo, my balls. My cousin's balls are big as fuck. Yeah, that was what I want to find out exactly when it was tweeted. Oh, it was on the 13th of September. Sorry, I'm missing it on like a fucking objectively huge news story. Uh, my cousin in Trinidad won't get the vaccine because his friend got it and became impotent. His testicles became swollen. His friends was weeks away from getting married. Now the girl called off the wedding. So just pray on it and make sure you're comfortable with your decision. Not bullied. Nikki, I'm pretty sure that's an STI he got, which is probably why she also called off the wedding if he's having an affair. Um, yeah, then she also had beef with Piers Morgan, and and when Boris Johnson called her on it, she tweeted out doing a really random thing, saying they both went to Oxford together, and that she went to Oxford with Margaret Thatcher, which was just really fucking funny. Um, well, yeah, she literally did a video where it was like, eh, oh, where is it? Oh, Nicki Minaj, Nicki Minaj, Margaret Thatcher video. It was, it was just bizarre. She, she went to Oxford with Margaret Thatcher. Yeah, have you not seen this? It was on the 29th of September. She tweeted oh. out being like, I went to school with Margaret Thatcher. She was mocking, mocking Boris Johnson. It was so good. How have you not heard of this story? It's literally iconic. What happened? Let's go to the beach. Let's go get away. Let's say. Let's say. Yeah, she went, hello, yes, Prime Minister Boris, it's Nicki Minaj. I was going to tell you, I thought you were amazed by the news this morning. I'm actually British. I was born there. I went to university, went to Oxford. I went to school with Margaret Thatcher. She told me so many nice things about you. It's so funny. <laughs> I love this woman. What the fuck? Yeah, like, honestly, Nicki Minaj, what she said, get your vaccine. I got my booster. They put the gay gene in me. Now I'm even more gay. Go get your, your, your your vaccines guys get boosted because you know it's fucking common sense it's not a weird conspiracy theory while i do not support what she says at all it's not backed by any science it is also objectively fucking hilarious no she gone yeah she she's like she's like as layer banks where they're like both so problematic but they're also fucking hilarious you can't look away from whatever they're getting into it's just the absolute shit healery um, yeah, so after I, I didn't miss out on the most iconic tweet of the year. Oh, there's also that other iconic tweet that I know that's a big meme in our friendship group about the year. Dude, was like, I wonder why the radical left are so obsessed with speed running. Do it fast oh rather God. than do it well. <laughs> why are you... Have you seen the Shadow one? Oh, which... Shadow and Sonic, and they're about to do a race. Oh, yeah, and yeah, then Shadow's like, I wonder why all the radical left. And then Sonic's like, hey, what the fuck, Shadow? You're a beta cock, Sonic! <laughs> yeah, no. Oh, God, this has gone off on a massive tangent. We've been recording for ages, but I'm having the time of my life. Those were all the, the banger tweets of the year. As I said, if we missed any, please feel free I to let us know. Recording? Because um, I just love hearing all these funny tweets. Uh, now moving on to uh, uh, an hour and two minutes thus far. I think one more section, to be honest. And we, we, can, we, can, we can squeeze up one more section, because this one is a short section. It's about Ghislaine Maxwell. I know it's pronounced Ghislaine, oh. but she's a fucking paedophile, so I'm going to call her Ghislaine, and no one can stop me. Uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, she's, she's, getting, she's, she's going to jail, as she fucking should. Yes. That's basically that, that long and the short of it. The only other thing I want to talk about it is the really awful... Um, uh, the Spectator article by Rachel Johnson, Boris Johnson's, I believe, younger sister, that came out in November, um, which 
she was like, it's hard not to pity. It's hard not to pity Ghislaine, Ma- Ghislaine Maxwell. We met briefly at Oxford. And uh, she sort of allegedly sort of implies that Boris might have had sex with Ghislaine Maxwell because they were both family friends. Because um, they, were, they were both family friends. She was like, I intersected briefly with her at Oxford. As a fresher, I wandered into Balliol JCR in search for a sub-size breakfast granola and Nesc- Nescafe offering and found a shiny glamazon with naughty eyes holding court astride a table. A high-heeled boot resting on my brother Boris's thigh. I.e., do you remember when Ghislaine Maxwell fucked my bro? Yeah. The, you know the current Prime Minister of the UK fucked a paedophile? Yeah, brilliant. I just... I'm... I am reeling. I am not doing okay. And these things are just not helping me. My yeah. brain is not a... She literally, literally, the day that the fucking trial of her being a paedophile started, wrote that article and was like, hey... I, I imagine Boris Johnson going fucking mental at her, because he's like, I'm the Prime Minister of a country, and you've just implied in your article that I had sex with a paedophile. My guy, what are you doing? No, he was probably happy about it. He was probably like, yeah, I'm good. He probably, no, no, no. Uh, Boris Johnson probably has a fucking kid with her that he refuses to admit is his, because he's got about 85 children. That's a low number. I feel like it's a lot higher. Yeah. You know how Genghis Khan, like, one in 16 people are descended from, Geng- uh, from uh, Chigis Khan? Um, well, it's like one in three people in the UK are descended from Boris Johnson in ten years' time. That's just what he's done. That's his legacy. So many people have been fucked by Boris Johnson. Yeah, um... Maybe I've been, maybe I've been fucked by Boris Johnson and just didn't know. Yeah, honestly, maybe. Uh, Rachel Johnson, yeah, it's just a god-awful article. In the article, she also started off by saying, I run my own, like... Radio show, and I'm surprised I haven't gotten this suit more often, because I say things like, are we even allowed to say Liverpool's women's hospital anymore? And it's like, well, thank fuck she went on to talk about how Ghislaine Maxwell fucked my brother and isn't actually that bad anymore. And it's like, yeah, you can still say women. Also, you fucking support a paedophile and your brother had sex with her. So, like, you don't get an opinion, I think. I think that's how it should work. You don't get an opinion if you fuck paedophiles. It's like, the thing is crazy, she fucking admitted to it. That's the worst bit. Like, why would you admit? No one knew that Boris Johnson probably slept with Ghislaine Maxwell while they were at, like, Oxford together. You were like, no, 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 we're family friends and they had sex. What the fuck? It's just, I can't believe it. She is really just out here just fucking over, like, the entire family. I don't know if this is, like, is she left-wing? Is she doing this on purpose? No, I think she's right. Well, I mean, she wrote for The Spectator, so she's almost definitely a Tory. Um, But... Yeah, so then there was um yeah there were some funny moments to come out of it. The BBC doing another awful job of platforming. They platformed Alan Dershowitz. To be fair, Alan Dur- sorry, Alan Dershowitz is a big criminal defence lawyer. He's done stuff like defended O.J. Simpson, uh, Harvey Weinstein, but he did also defend Jeffrey Epstein. And crucially, he helped Jeffrey Epstein get a non-prosecution unit, which granted protection to four non-conspirators, uh, to four known conspirators, and any unknown conspirators. So anyone like that was known working alongside Epstein, I think based on the way at which it worked, the non-prosecution law was like, they wouldn't, you wouldn't be allowed to like sue them or come after them. So basically covering Ghislaine Maxwell, who was one of the known conspirators and other people's like asses. And they got him on as like a neutral source. And it's like, no, Alan Dershowitz is not a neutral source. Quick trigger warning for um, like sexual assault here as well. But he was also alleged uh, in, in, an, in a Netflix documentary to have been uh, to, 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 you know, have 
also, you know, sexually assaulted one of Jeffrey Epstein's minors. So it's like, yeah, Alan Dershowitz is not a neutral case. And so when he comes on and goes, Jeffrey Epstein, actually, Jose Maxwell probably wasn't guilty. It's like, yeah, of course you would say that because you literally were fucking noncing all of their kids. So just not, not great platforming. The BBC then did issue an apology for this and then decided the next day to uh, platform Ghislaine Maxwell's brother, who obviously also said that Ghislaine Maxwell is not guilty. And it's like, my guy, you need to change how you do platforming because you don't, like, I understand, obviously both sides need a say, but it's like, you don't need to have someone defend a paedophile and say a paedophile's not guilty, especially if they've been found guilty in a fucking court of law, my guy. It's like, when you wrote that anti-trans article, you literally admitted that you couldn't find any trans people willing to talk about it, but you published the article anyway. But now you're like, no, 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 no. We at the BBC refuse to talk about Ghislaine Maxwell unless we can have someone who defends a paedophile and say she's not guilty. Literally, allegedly, don't sue my ass, the BBC cares more about fucking paedophiles getting a right to an opinion and right to defend their view than actual trans people. Jesus Christ. Well, it's not alleged, is it? They've proven that. They've shown it time and time again. Yeah, they really, really don't care about trans people. And we hate the BBC, which is based. Um, the only other thing I want to talk about, I want to end this one on a very, very funny note. Of course, Piers Morgan, who, if I had to give a knobhead of the year, he would most certainly win it. Uh, Boris Johnson. Uh, sorry, not Boris Johnson. He'd be very close. But Piers Morgan would get it. He tweeted out, basically, so I can't remember exactly what he said, but he was like, Ghislaine Maxwell went to jail as she should. And I'm sure there'll be lots of people sweating or not sweating in wake of her verdict. And um, then someone just tagged the photo of Boris Johnson smiling, pictured with Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell. And they were like, mm, I'm sure you'll be sweating tonight, Piers Morgan. And so we blocked them, which is just objectively hilarious. He's a fucking pig. I hate him. Yesterday he got into a Twitter argument with um, Candace Owens. And it was so annoying because I don't like fucking Piers Morgan at all. But I was like, oh my god, I agree with everything he's saying. Because, you know, Candace Owens was on a fucking classic anti-vax take. And I was like... The worst person you know just made a good point. Oh my god, this sucks. I fucking hate Candace. She's so bad. Like, literally, like, four years ago, she successfully, like, sued her college for, like, being racist to her or something, and now she's, like, fucking racist towards black people. And it's like, how did this happen? And and she's incredibly transphobic as well, because she was, um... Of course she is. That's how it works. She had her whole thing against, what's what's her name, um, Blair White. Oh, yeah. But Blair White is kind of sucky as well. Blair White is kind of sucky as well, but Blair's improved a little bit, but Candace has, like, stayed the same slash gotten worse. And Blair was just like, can you not, can you please, you just see her, I am, I am a trans woman, I am a woman, can you not fucking call me a man, or, like, imply that I'm a man constantly during, like, a debate, it's incredibly rude. Like, we're supposed to be, like, having a civil discussion, you can't even do that. And you know what? Then she was just like, "Yeah, well, you're a man, so Candace needs to shut the fuck up." Yeah, Candace she needs is. To shut the fuck up. I hate her so much. Like, she did you see the She's interview? Did you see when she spoke to Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump was like, "Get the vaccine; it's not dangerous." And then Candace Owens like had to double down and like didn't like a thing to her fans saying like. I just don't think Donald Trump, like, reads, like, the, Donald Trump only reads the mainstream media, and it's like, what, you think Boris Johnson, uh, I keep saying Boris Johnson, Donald Trump, the dude who literally said fake news and says the election was fraudulent because he lost, you think 
he only reads mainstream news because he thinks vaccines are good for you? Like, are you fucking actually stupid? Well, yes, you are actually stupid. But like, what the fuck? He just doesn't want. He just doesn't want the people that are going to vote for him in twenty twenty four to die. That's true. Yeah, because only people are going to vote for him like eighty years old and all fucking QAnon supporters. Fucking hell! Mm-hmm. It's just like what an awful take. That seriously. Brain dead. Brain dead take. Brain gone. Brain, brain gone, head empty. But yeah, we've been recording for quite a while. We've done a whole year review. We've talked about lots of stuff. I think this has been a pretty good episode. I'm not going to lie to you. I've been vibing with it. It's been good. Mm, I'm going to be honest. I'm starting to drop off because like, my new medication makes me like have weird sleep schedules. So I'm going to probably have to down like, three coffees after this to, like, to maintain being awake today. Well, that sounds like fun. I'm going to finish off season one of Mob Psycho. But... It was nice to chat to you besties again. This episode will be uploaded very, very soon. I hope you have a wonderful time. And uh, we'll see you all very, very soon. Bye, besties. Mwah, 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 mwah. Go, bitches. Fuck off. Why are you still here? Go away. No one likes you.